0: Hi everybody, this is Johnny Mays. Welcome to the podcast and I'm so happy that you're tuning in. Just a quick note, at 10 o'clock this morning, Thursday morning, 10 o'clock, I'm going to be joining a group on Zoom, C-O-O-M, the Zoom app. And I'm going to put a link on my Facebook page as to where, as to how you can click on. Now, if you don't have the Zoom app, just quickly download it and then find the link on my Facebook page. And join us at ten o'clock, and for that, for that uh, uh, collective uh, meeting with all the saints who are gathering there at ten o'clock this morning. Meanwhile, I'm back to my thought about Hero Israel. The Lord our God is one God, and today I'm thinking about one nation under God. Is there anything? that is in the Constitution the supreme document of our land, the law of the land as some refer to it, is there anything in the Constitution of the United States that gives special treatment or preference to Christianity? In other words, did the founders of our government believe this or intend to create a government that gave special recognition to Christianity. Now, we know that many of these founding fathers, quote unquote, were Christians. Others were just deists, in other words, they believed in a God. Uh, didn't necessarily mean they were followers of Christ or really students of the Bible. So was there any, any, any at all mention of Christianity in the Constitution? Well, the answer is uh, an emphatic no, there isn't. In fact, the U.S. Constitution is a holy, secular document. In fact, it contains no mention of Christianity or Jesus Christ. In fact, the Constitution refers to religion only twice in the First Amendment, which bars laws, respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof and then again in article 6 which prohibits religious tests for public office. So both of these provisions are evidence that the country was not founded as an official state of Christianity. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. In other words, a complete separation of church and state. Now, as history will teach us, by the time Thomas Jefferson got around to writing the Declaration of Independence, religious pluralism had gradually become the norm. For example, he spoke of un alienable rights endowed by our creator. Mr. Jefferson used generic religious language so that all religious groups of the day would, could and would respond to it. So America, my friends, is far from being a monotheistic nation, much less a Christian nation. And even the church at large I think, if we're honest, should be defined as being henotheistic, meaning that the believers who worship one God do so without denying that others may worship different gods with equal validity. Now, this is not biblical, neither is it Christian, for the scripture is clear both in the Old and the New Testaments, for there is one God, and there's one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, first Timothy chapter two verse five and then in isaiah forty four thus says the Lord the King of Israel and his redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last, besides me, there is no God in verse forty three or chapter forty three of Isaiah verse eleven it says i I am the Lord, and besides me, there is no Savior. And then James sort of takes a little wink at this and says in James chapter 2, So, you believe that God is one? You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder (laughs) or tremble, as the King James, I think, puts it. So, with that said... How shall we pray? How shall we pray for America? How shall we pray? Shall we pray for America to become a Christian nation, a Christian country? That sounds pretty good. But then you have to ask yourself, which perspective of Christianity should we pray for? I mean, there's so many different denominations out there, so many different uh, views of what Christianity is. Which one do you want to have at the helm? (laughs) Yours? Yours? or someone else's obviously i think you're more inclined to say yours if we're being honest today but is yours completely true completely right i mean do you know the scriptures in such a manner with such and can speak with such authority that you can say thus saith the lord well i think there might be a few little verses that you could quote But let me quote from the book of Matthew, chapter 6, about praying. In chapter 6, verse 5, it says that when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, Jesus speaking, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, Close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Are you listening, saints? Then Jesus goes on and he says, So, this then is how you should pray. This then is how you should pray. Verse 9. And he begins by saying, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people, Jesus says, when they sin against you, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, (laughs) then your Heavenly Father will not forgive you. Pardon me for sneezing there. Now, why am I sharing all of that this morning? Because I think the hour is urgent. <laughs> you know, the Bible says when we pray, we need to pray knowing the will of God. Otherwise, we're praying amiss. To pray that America would become a Christian nation is a lofty and noble idea. But I don't think that's the way it's going to happen. Do you? By praying... That God would make America a Christian nation? I think first of all, when we pray, we should pray according to the model that Jesus gives us. Pray that His will, will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His will be done. What the what is His will? Oh my goodness, we could just there's so many places we could begin when we talk about the will of God. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and soul, and strength. Love thy neighbor as thyself. That would be a good place to start. If we were praying the will of God. Lord, help me to love you more. Help me to love you better. Help me to love you with all my heart. Father, help me to love my neighbor. Help me to even know my neighbor's name. How many of you even know your neighbor's name? Think about it for just a minute, church. When we're talking about praying, one nation under God, I think that every single one of us have so much to learn about this idea, this subject. And I'm going to be speaking more about that this morning at 10 o'clock on the Zoom cast, I guess you call it. But today I want to just encourage you to stop and consider and pray according to what Christ gave us the model for. And I think when we do that, we'll be doing what God wants us to do. More to say on this subject, and we'll be back to do that again at a later time. But until then, you know, let your heart be at rest with God, be at peace with God. And let your desires be His desires. Let your wants be His wants. Let your will be His will done on earth as it is in heaven. Until next time, Brother Johnny saying goodbye for today and have a great day in Jesus' name. Amen.